0: Every minute of narratives reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives. There are many red flags, if you will, that George Santos is a spy, not just a guy who lies, but a guy who lies maybe for another nation state or for operatives of another nation state. Now, we don't want to throw that word around too loosely. And spy can mean many things. It could mean that he is an actual agent of a foreign intelligence a- agency. That is quite possible. Or he could be an asset, maybe someone who is controlled by a foreign intelligence agency. But regardless, there is obvious red flags as to why he might be not who he claims to be. But spies like to hide their identity. And if you look at his very short history here about his lying, it's clear that he has a criminal history, which is typical sometimes of spies because what they do is they like to live off the soil, which is one of the ways they ingratiate themselves into societies and cause less detection is by actually making money working in those communities or stealing in those communities. Oftentimes that leads to criminal history because they can move to another country if they need to go back home. He has a criminal history, at least a criminal record of complaints around him. There's fraud complaints in Brazil and there's allegations that he was involved in a Ponzi scheme here, although he wasn't Cited directly in that case. We'll get into that in just a few minutes. Plus, he's obviously fabricated his entire education history. No one is really sure where he was educated, but clearly he was not educated at Baruch, which is where he said he was, or at NYU. And he's also got an inexplicable funding pipeline. We'll get into exactly where he gets his money from. And it's from unusual sources, including a Russian oligarch and some well known families on Long Island. And uh, obviously, we've now discovered that it may not be his real name that he's operating under. For everyone who knows him, especially from Brazil, knowing him as Anthony DeVolder. Who is George Santos really? He is clearly cut from the cloth of Donald Trump. Everything that seems to have made Donald Trump seems to have made George Santos. We found this clip as he was being interviewed by Laura Trump, and it tells you everything about how obnoxiously a fan he is of Donald Trump, but also his incredible embellishment. Here he is talking about his house getting ransacked for going to a party... At Mar-a-Lago. As you mentioned, cancel culture has affected all of us at this point. It affected
1: my own personal life. I go to a party for New Year's, take a picture with a few friends, enjoying ourselves. And the party happens to be at Mar-a-Lago. Great party. I love it. Great party. A phenomenal party. <laughs> so I come home and my house is trashed. $42,000 worth of damage. Oh my gosh. Windows shattered. Just absolute chaos. My car carport pulled from the ground, real damage, graffiti, slurs of all sorts that I can't even say on air because they're that inappropriate. They get away with it. The cops came and says, look, we can pull a security camera from all your neighbors and all, but we're gonna identify them. What are we gonna do? I said, prosecute them. Yeah. It's gonna go nowhere. When it hit the judge, I did the report. I want the investigation to go on. My fiance is fired because we're at a party. Now it's funny that, and this sounds almost very petty, I was watching that inauguration, or as I call it, a hostile takeover of our country
0: with 30,000 troops. I've cropped this picture out a little differently, and you can see these multiple screens here because it's the only way I could show you what this appears to be, uh, Anthony DeVolder, or aka George Santos, as a drag performer in Brazil. According to a new report out just this evening, Ella Rorad is a Brazilian drag queen who was friends with George Santos when he lived near Rio. And according to this report by Marissa Cabos, who just posted this an hour ago, this is a photo of Richard next to someone known as Kitara Ravash. And Kitara Ravash is apparently George Santos. There is a huge platform for the GOP this year targeting drag events, but wouldn't it be something if there is actually a drag queen amongst their ranks? It may explain why he is so good at putting on such an effective performance in everything else that he's done in the last few years. So here's the crux of our research. Uh, there is a Russian oligarch backing George Santos. That Russian-Ukrainian oligarch, actually, as it turns out, he certainly was born in Ukraine, but he is very close to Vladimir Putin, is Viktor Vexelberg. You might recall Viktor Vexelberg from our reporting a few years ago on carbon and a bunch of other stories. He really is one of Putin's key figures. He not only operates as his delegate when he needs certain things done around the world, But Victor Vexelberg is also accused, at least by the FBI, of running some sort of intelligence operation out of a foundation which unites both Israeli and Russian technology industries. So that's the Sokolov Foundation. So that's Victor Vexelberg. He is represented in the United States by a guy named Andrew Intrita. And Andrew, along with Victor Vexelberg, had a lot of their holdings frozen when sanctions were imposed on them for backing the intervention into the 2016 election campaign when Donald Trump won. So you can certainly see that there's ties already to the way Donald Trump was elected. There are certainly ties to the way George Santos maybe was elected as well. Interesting to note that Michael Cohen, the former lawyer of Donald Trump, is also related to Andrew Intrater. Stormy Daniels was paid off by Andrew Intrato on behalf of Donald Trump through Michael Cohen. There was a big payment made to her. And it's one of the many contacts that Michael Cohen had with Andrew Intrater, especially leading up to the inauguration in 2016. Maybe there were a of messages between the two, but really a huge number of contacts between the lawyer of Donald Trump and Andrew Intrater as they were building up to the 2016 election campaign um, and between the campaign and the inauguration. Victor Vexelberg is considered a traitor to the United States. So is Andrew Intrater. Their funds have been frozen because they have been operating on behalf of a foreign government. And they seem to have backed our friend George Santos to quite a huge amount. And maybe, just maybe, that's the reason he found his way to becoming the congressman for the Nassau County District. So, here's a look at some of the FEC filings that we've been able to track down. A lot of money spent on Mr. Santos by intrater. $5,800, which is a limit of what you can spend on any campaign, was spent on him last year. But there's also 23000 that went to committees and committee groupings that supported the Santos for Congress campaign, 5000 there in the top right, which is money that the NRCC, the National Republican Congress, made from Andrew Interter. So you can certainly see that there's a pattern, not even just a pattern, like a really significant amount of backing by Andrew Interter, who is Victor Wexelberg's guy in terms of supporting George Santos. During the 22 election season, and even before that, in the 2020 election season, he was also supported by them. There's a worthwhile note here about Andrew Intrita is that he's not just Victor Vexelberg's guy; he's also Ehud Barak's guy. Barak, the former Prime Minister of Israel, he was the head of intelligence in Israel. But according to Wikipedia, here. It says that Intrata is a trader to the USA and manages the investment firm Sparrow Capital, which used to be known as Renova Group. Renova Group is owned by Intrata's cousin, the Russian oligarch, Victor Vexelberg, we mentioned that. Columbus Nova's biggest asset at the time was a controlling stake in CIFC, and this is where the connection to Hudbarak comes in. CIFC had Hudbarak on its board, along with Intrata. It was sold for $333 million in 2016 to the Qatari royal family, but it does show you how close Intrata and Vexelberg and Ehud Barak run. And Ehud Barak, as I have mentioned before, we've known him since our investigation here into Jeffrey Epstein. There's a clear working relationship that Ehud Barak had with Jeffrey Epstein. Now it seems his history with Victor Vexelberg is also interesting because it relates to George Santos's potential win and why he won in New York for his congressional seat. Digging a little deeper into these guys, Intrata is also connected to Harbor City Capital. Now, Harbor City Capital is where George Santos worked for two years, between 20 and 2021. Harbor City Capital is a company that no longer operates because it's been named a classic Ponzi scheme by the SEC. So its assets are completely frozen. And between 2020 and 2021, it was work for George Santos That company, Harbor City Capital, also is tied to Andrew Indrita. He put $625,000 into Harbor City Capital just after the war between Ukraine and Russia broke out. Now, there's some speculation that money was meant to cover some of the needs of Victor Vexelberg and others who might have been cut off by sanctions at the time in Russia or wherever they might have been, and they wanted to get some of that money out. So, it was maybe potentially washed through Harbor City Capital all the way to Victor Vexelberg. Now, there is a record of $426,000 going to an unknown Uzbekistani account. So maybe what happened was 625,000 came in from Andrew Intrata and 426,000 went out to whomever was at this Uzbekistani bank and whose account was there. That is all maybe just a sidebar story. It certainly may not touch Santos directly, except for the fact that Santos is on the record saying that Intrita was a client of his at Harbor City for two years in the leading up to the 2022 elections. And so you've got an interesting situation here where Santos is a client of Intrita. He's also Intrater's choice of candidate for the New York City congressional seat that we're talking about. So lots to be found out still about Harbor City capital, lots to be found out about Intrata's involvement in Harbor City and Vexelberg. But also, yet again, George Santos seems to be not revealing the truth about his relationship with Intrater and his relationship with Harbor City. Was he really a client? Did he work for Intrater? How did he get that job? Just so many questions involved in that. None of that is necessarily illegal when it comes to elections, although it could be illegal for other reasons, as the SEC has called it a Ponzi scheme. But George Santos is not named in any criminal suit or anything like that. However, there is an uh, allegation of illegality revolving his Devolder organization. This is the company that he formed, it never used to be a very profitable company, but suddenly, out of the blue, was breaking in $750,000 in the lead up to the election campaign. The main people who gave that company money, the numbers next to these people are not necessarily the amount of money that was given directly to DeVolder. They gave these individual amounts of twenty three, forty four, dollars dollars and $70,000 to Santos. They also gave the DeVolder organization enough money for George Santos to pull $700,000 out of that account. That was illegally, we believe, withdrawn from DeVolder because you're not meant to basically launder your money through your corporate entities in order to get your money into a campaign. But $700,000 went from the DeVolder organization to George Santos to fund his campaign. That is interesting. The main backers of DeVolder and the main clients, as he calls him, of DeVolder organization are the Long Island insurance magnate James Metzger, the New York-based Tantillo Auto Group and the Ruiz family of South Florida. It's unclear why a South Florida family would be backing a Long Island congressman who's completely unknown, but you can guess maybe why. It's interesting as well that the Tantillo order Group are a order group from Long Island, and that name itself might even suggest that there's interesting financial history to that family. And then, of course, the Metzger family, a prominent family as well in Long Island. There they are funding the DeVolder organization in order to wash money through illegally into the George Santos campaign so certainly worth an investigation. And the FTC is doing just that right now. The same group of people, including Mr. Andrew Intrater, are also very fond of Lee Zeldin. You'll remember Lee Zeldin is the almost governor of New York State. In the final weeks of the elections, Lee Zeldin was gaining traction and there was a concern that he may, in fact, be able to defeat the governor in New York. He wasn't ultimately able to. But we we're seeing signs that Intrater and some of these other people all seem to be backing both Zeldin and Santos. So is there more than just a political alliance between Zeldin and, and Santos? Do they actually have the same common backers? By the way, Bibi Netanyahu is pictured here with Zeldin. It's certainly a picture many people have of Bibi standing by their side, but it's an unusual thing to notice that another Israeli prime minister, former and current, are involved in the story around George Santos. We've been asking the question from Kevin McCarthy, is there a reason why he didn't report an incident that happened to him regarding George Santos and why he stood by George Santos all this time? And according to the New York Times, Mr. McCarthy, who ultimately endorsed Mr. Santos and helped his campaign, has said relatively little about the fabrications and has refused calls to try to oust Santos from his house job. The Speaker seems to maintain an exceedingly narrow majority in Washington. As we know, there's just four or five seats in his majority, therefore, really. But if he loses one, it gets closer to losing the whole house, which would be a huge blow to the Republican Party. McCarthy played down Mr. Santos's lies, comparing them to other politicians who have embellished parts of their resumes and implying he would not undo the will of voters who elected him. This guy's completely out of left field, lying about absolutely everything. Nothing he's done in his career turns out to be true. He's backed by Russian oligarchs, why is Kevin McCarthy standing by him? A spokesman for Mr. McCarthy did not respond to repeated requests for comments on the story. Mr. McCarthy maintained they did not know about the boldest fabrications and misrepresentations like those turned up by the Republican researchers in 2021, but only had more general concerns about his honesty. When you've got one of your caucus members calling up donors, pretending they're your chief of staff, I think that would be an issue for the speaker, but not. And then in the spring of 2022, Mr. Santos was in need of a new team of consultants. And who did he turn to? He turned to Elise Stefanik and her political team to help build his political organization back up. And they did that. Of course, he won the congressional seat. That's very nice of her to support another congressional candidate like that, especially in New York. Maybe it's just coincidence that there's $2,000 that flow from Andrew Interta into Elise Stefanik's donation file during the FEC's years of 2021 to 2022. But there's also Kevin McCarthy got about $1,000 from Andrew Interter late in the game. And this is unusual. That's why I'm so curious about when Kevin McCarthy really knew everything about George Santos. But uh, there it is in um, September the 14th, 2022, Andrew Interter gives the Kevin McCarthy for Congress, the campaign, $990, which is just the maximum you can give, I think, in that situation. So Here's the slide from the FEC, the itemized reporting from Kevin McCarthy showing $990 to Kevin McCarthy's campaign from Andrew Intrater. There's also one there for Elise Stefanik. The questions remain, whom within leadership of the GOP knew about George Santos, knew about his lies, knew about how devious he was being, and who still stood by him? And if they did stand by him, why did they stand by him? Is it because they got these donations from Andrew Intrater, the cousin of Victor Vexelberg, the sanctioned? Russian oligarch with ties to both Israeli military intelligence and Vladimir Putin. Witzelberg is not just an accidental bystander to both this election and the 2016 election where Donald Trump was elected. You'll recall that in 2016 or 17, we had this big exclusive here on Narrative where we exposed Jeffrey Epstein's connections to a company called Carbon. Basically, it allows 911 call centers to turn on your camera phones when you call them. Guess who funded carbon back then. It was Victor Vexelberg and Andrew Intrater who were the key funders along with Peter Thiel of all people and Jeffrey Epstein. This is the slide showing who uh, Barack, Victor Vexelberg, and Andrew Intrater all funding carbon and Jeffrey Epstein and Peter Thiel were involved there. Uh, we don't know what happened to carbon, but it's clear when you look at the entire grouping of people involved in developing carbon that it was a product really of the 8,200 which is the Israeli Defense Force Unit, which has become the spy tech venture capital dream because they produce all these incredible startups that do so well around the world, like NSO, where they can hack into people's phones, or a side group, which is PSY, that group which helped Donald Trump win in 2016. These companies for a while there were certainly raking in a lot of money before people realized they were operating, in some cases, illegally. But you can see that those organizations all came from 8200, and so did Carbon which certainly ties Victor Vexelberg entry to, to Pinkas Berkus, who at the time was the brigadier in charge of 8200. And it ties them all to the attempts by Israeli military intelligence to launch all these startups, some of which might infringe on the privacy of Americans. Maybe he's unknowing. Maybe he doesn't know that there's a military intelligence connection to his biggest backers. Maybe Kevin McCarthy hasn't put these dots together yet to figure out that he is getting funding from Victor Vexelberg's connection there in Andrew Intrinsa, that he's getting money from a Russian oligarch with ties to Israeli military intelligence. There are just too many questions to believe anything about George Santos to allow him to credibly stand as a congressman in the United States Congress. And these ties or potential ties to backers with connections to the Israeli intelligence world, that certainly raises additional questions that need to be answered by Mr. Santos and his backers. One day, you'll tell the story of autocrats, crooks, and kings who came for our freedom. A story of citizens who stood up to tyranny and won. The people prevailed, and renewed an old vow to a more perfect union. And that was just the beginning. The story continues. Narrative, where truth lives. Every minute of Narrative's reporting, every story that we break, is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives.